0: Sisters, so sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 172 and day four of Halloween. 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 And in this episode, we're going to talk about Paranormal Activity three. Another three. Another three. For I feel our third like it's, year. yeah. You know, I feel like it's been a while since we've done a three. I know. Like we started out with a lot of threes, and then we didn't do have, have a three for a while. Yeah. I have a funny story about this. <sighs>
1: Okay. It's not really that
0: funny, but you know how like Facebook tells you your memories, (laughs) you know? So on literally this day that we're recording, like, I don't know, 10 years ago, wait, I have to find it because I was looking at this and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to mention this because it's so funny how like you grow up and change and mature, you know, because I was such a little bitch oh my gosh yeah so on October 21st 2011 so 10 years ago to the day I posted paranormal activity three scares the hell out of me for real and let me tell you it does not
1: (laughs) okay not anymore but yeah Yeah. when it first came out it was fucking creepy and this is still I think this is my favorite one absolutely
0: yeah, I really did enjoy this one. Definitely. I, you know, I have a soft spot for the first one because that it was kind of the first, I know it wasn't the first found footage film, but it kind of was a, like the first really good one in a long time. The first, like, you know, we had Blair Witch and that kind yeah. of really, you know, started the genre, but then it was a long time before something really pushed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was, this one was really the first to like not this the third one, but paranormal activity was the first one to kind of like put cameras up in the house and you know, and it also started a whole like YouTube series of people faking that shit. So, you know, <laughs> right. which is still creepy, you know. But yeah. And so I love the first one. I have a soft spot for that one. I like the second one too. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, I also, like, there are scenes from each one of these, this these first three that I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, that yeah. was really
1: creepy, you know? Exactly. Like, when, in this one, when they're in, because we're going back to the 80s, so when Katie and Christy are little, they were, basically, they lived with a boyfriend of their moms that did like wedding photography and videos and stuff when it was just coming out in the 80s so they had cameras all over the house spooky shit was going on so there were cameras around and there's one point where katie takes the camera into the bathroom to do the bloody bloody mary stuff and she takes the boyfriend's like assistant in too Mm -hmm. and when they are like he is my favorite because he is trying so hard to be like an adult for her for this little girl but at the same time he's fucking terrified too like Mm -hmm. he's trying to open this door and there's just like this black mass that just starts throwing the girl's furniture around that's some scary shit and then you have to be the adult in that situation Uh uh-uh
0: this is the movie where you're like it was fun while it lasted, but fuck them kids, you know? <laughs> literally. I oh my god.
1: I ugh. and then he like goes back to put the furniture back so that it doesn't look like it was thrown around when the parents come home and they don't freak out. Hell no, hell fucking no, I'd leave it. I would never go up there again.
0: Oh yeah, I'd be like, You got some shit, bruh.
1: Yeah. And like, he does. Like he's literally packing his shit up going, you need to look at the tapes.
0: Yeah, you need to watch this shit. Like you're not dealing he literally says, "I think like you this isn't Casper the Friendly Ghost, like, yeah, exactly, yeah, no shit. like, but and the there are were key things that I remember from when this came out, like they have a babysitter, and she tells them a ghost story by just like putting a sheet over herself, you know, like the yeah kind of thing. And she's sitting at the kitchen table, and the camera catches this, you know, something with a sheet over it and then it just disappears yes and the sheet falls to the ground and that, that was, was
1: my favorite
0: that was something I really remembered from yes. watching and it how
1: fucking scary
0: how fucking scary
1: because you know that that sheet wasn't there before and then you turn around it's just laying on the ground and you heard a weird
0: noise fuck that Mm-mm. yeah and that kid those kids aren't stealthy enough to just run away that quickly
1: yeah, and then she goes upstairs to check to see what the fuck, and she goes over to this, like, little crawl space area where Toby has been. He's the demon. Where Toby has been, and then she, like, literally gets all this fucking air blown in her face. She is so scared. She goes downstairs and sits by the door until the parents come home. Like, that's when you know fear. Like, she's, she'll still be there for the kids, but get me the fuck out of here as soon as possible.
0: As soon as that door opens about. out.
1: Yeah, and she is. She's like, "Yeah, my mom's already waiting, so bye."
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, just all of these. See, so I don't really remember the fourth, and then I don't I don't remember I don't know even how many paranormal activity movies are there, like.
1: Yeah, I know there's like The Ghost Dimension and the marked ones. I know one of them is in like a Hispanic house in LA, I think, and then the other one there's a little girl in the they this new family I think has moved into the house from the second one, but I don't remember much about them.
0: There is Paranormal Activity. Two, three, four, the marked ones, the ghost dimension, and next of kin, which releases this year.
1: I was gonna say they're coming out with a new
0: one. Yeah. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then they had a Japanese side quill. And then Paranormal Activity to Tokyo Night, so they had a Japanese spinoff, which is usually backwards. Usually the Japanese yeah. do it first, and then we do it. But apparently they took took it from us and then did their own. Which <clears> um <throat> need to watch that.
1: I was gonna say that's probably much
0: spookier. Yeah. So, but I think I got to four because I think four is the one with the webcam aspect. When we got, I'm pretty sure we'll get there. But
1: <laughs> there's like a girl on her laptop. Yes, yeah. There's think a so.
0: Yeah, no. There, I'm looking at it. There is. Oh, okay. And then I think I watched the marked ones, and that's the one in California where you're talking about. It's in the Latin community. Yeah. And that's as far as I got because I did not like the marked ones. I was like, okay, we are spiraling out of control. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: I'm done. But you know, one through three, I feel like are pretty solid films yes i agree
1: had they just stopped there this would be like a perfect trilogy
0: but they can't just stop there no because money now this fucking killed it at the box office fucking speaking of found footage films are very easy to do you know with low budget Mm -hmm. this film performed better than all the other ones
1: really Yes. yeah
0: than well than its first two predecessors. Yeah. It was had the best opening day for a 2011 film except for Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. And it Oh my god, really? huh Yes. Holy it god. brought in 207 million dollars at the box office. And it had a 5 million dollar budget. That's fucking awesome. Like fuck, dude. Like people were here for this and that just seemed like that's such a nostalgic era, too, because it's not like mm-hmm. I was super young. I was a senior. I graduated in 2011. But it was like everyone would go to the movies and just like freak the fuck out at these films. You yes. Know? I remember being legitimately scared. The tension that they built. And I was watching it this time being like, oh, my God, the camera is taking so long to pan. Yeah. You know, it's so slow. Let's go but at yeah. the same time like in the theater and back in 2009, 2010, 2011 like waiting to see something yeah you're getting in the like corner. all tense mm-hmm. yeah and then like the littlest thing can happen and you're like blah, blah, you know <laughs> like <laughs> exactly yeah so it was a big fucking deal and this was also this was produced by Jason Blum so this was kind of the very you know I know that he had done things before but it's like the very beginning of like Because he really started in 2007. And so this was really kind of how he got his start was producing these paranormal activity films.
1: That's cool.
0: So, and now we are doing just everything. Yeah. Even if it's not good, you know. Exactly. But it's respectable, you know, here. (laughs) Right. So, you know, there's that. And especially with the first one, I know we're not talking about the first one, but it truly was kind of like. Is this real? Did they really find these tapes, you know? Cause you're a kid. Like, I mean I was in high school. I think it was a sophomore in high school when the the first one came out. And like you know it's not real, but at the same time they they really made you like, you know, put they put you there. Yes, exactly. With this family. It's not till you
1: look up, you know, IMDB and Katie and Mika have an IMDB that you're like, oh, okay. They're not really uh, possessed by demons. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Hollywood. But it feels like that. It, it goes right. all the way back to like the original, like when Blair Witch originally came out, people were like, oh my God, is this real? And it felt like that when Paranormal Activity came out again, it, it brought all of that back, which is awesome.
0: Yeah. I definitely have a lot of respect for the first three Paranormal Activity films. So, and- what they what they did and especially in this one i really liked because in the first two you see katie and christy as adults and them still being haunted by this and then in the third one i liked the storyline of going back to see how it started
1: agreed And and christy is so cute oh
0: yeah that poor sweet baby yeah like she she really got the short end of the stick on that one dude I mean, Katie got it when she was older, but. (laughs) Right. But yeah, like the another thing that I really vividly remember, which I did. It's so interesting because I didn't remember this when I was watching it. But then as soon as a scene would start it, I I could put it together in my head of exactly where it was going. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) You know, just like the second one, when all the cabinets fly open, you remember that scene. You know exactly what's happening. Or in the first one, when Katie gets drugged down the hallway, you remember that scene. God,
1: that's still like, still fucks me up every single time. And then the first one's probably the scariest.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Well, because especially it was just like it, it felt so real, you know?
1: Yeah. And this one, like the... The First one, basically everything happened at night. I think the second one is kind of the same, but they had a lot of like night vision, so it didn't always feel like that. And the third one, actually, a lot of it happens during the day. They just have like, you know, curtains drawn, so it's a little darker, but you'll see, you know, Katie being picked up by her hair in the middle of the day.
0: Right, and that's exactly the scene I was about to start with. Like <laughs> she is running, and then all of a sudden she stops running. Like she runs into someone,
1: like a wall,
0: and just ugh. looks up. And then, as all of a sudden, picked up by her hair, I was like, "Nope, you know, hail no."
1: Yeah, and then she gets drug into that. that fucking crawl space. Like, oh yeah, that, mm,
0: yeah. See, I I remember when I was a kid, we when we were looking for a house, there was a room like that. And I remember this vividly because I wanted it so bad. There was a room with a crawl space like that. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh my God, this could be my little hideout demon room.
1: (laughs) I always wanted one until I finally got one when I was younger. And you know what went in there? I love you, grandpa. But all the creepy dolls that he would send me for my birthday, they went in there.
0: I have an aunt that gave me creepy dolls for Christmas.
1: <laughs> they did not come with us when we moved. Interestingly enough, we just kind of, quote unquote, forgot that they were there. It was great.
0: The fact that you left creepy dolls for another family to find in a crawl space <laughs> so up. is so fucked up. If I moved into a new house, opened a crawl space, and there were a bunch of dolls, I would be like, uh, we are not. Like, no, <laughs> We're no. moving. Yeah. Th- no, those are for sure haunted. Mine just stayed at the top of my closet, which was always disturbing when I opened my closet because I didn't know where else to put them. And so they were always just staring down at me every time I went into my closet.
1: I get that. I had that for a while until we found the crawl space. So <laughs> You got the crawl space to shove <laughs> them into.
0: Yes. Yeah. I don't know what it is with like older people and thinking porcelain doll. I think it was like a thing, you know, like of wealth and like luxury. Yeah.
1: Like when they were younger.
0: Yeah. You always wanted a porcelain doll. Not. Nope. Barbie would have been fine. Thanks.
1: Yeah. You know, fast forward, you know, 25 years and I have a life-size Chucky doll sitting behind me, but it's all right. It's okay. That's different. That's
0: memorabilia. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Life-size Chucky doll is fine. Cardboard cutouts and Michael Myers are fine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. And then also, they are getting, like, books about demonology and stuff. See, I feel like, you know, I would not. I I know you probably should research your enemy, but I don't Mm -hmm. think I would want to know. Yeah. But I
1: do like this one as opposed to the first one where in the first one, Mika very much taunts the demon while reading this book. And this one, we don't really read from it very much, which is smart. Let's not bring that into it.
0: Yeah. Also, um, I definitely like, because they even mention, like, it gives it fear. So, like, or it feeds on fear. So, if you just, like, what if they never started recording or anything? Do you think it would have just not done, done anything so? else? Yeah.
1: I, Probably. Like, that is one of those things. I will never, ever, 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 ever record myself while sleeping because I don't want to see what I say, what happens. I don't want to know while I'm sleeping. So, fuck that. So, maybe. Because I feel like that would
0: just bring more fear into it. Yeah. You know how, like, Pennywise, they're like, I'm not scared of you. And he's like, you know, like, (laughs) he starts crumbling. I wonder if it's, like, the same concept, you know? Right. That would mean... That would be, I I don't think I would be able to just fake that though. If there was a demon in my house, I'm pretty sure I would for sure be like, oh no, I'm fucking scared. You got (laughs) me. You fucking got me, you know? But God, especially because like my kids are getting drug around. At one point the kid fucking, they, their bedroom is like an upstairs loft. And so she just climbs up on the fucking banister and then just like jumps off of it and doesn't hit the ground.
1: Yeah. And his, our cameraman boyfriend and his helper, his helper talks at one point about how the fact that there's so much tape here. How are you going to go through it? There's only so many goddamn hours in the day. But at the same time, I feel like definitely the nighttime ones should be the ones you are looking at. Are you not seeing these videos? Because that should be a warning sign.
0: That's what I was thinking, too. And it's like, what's the point of recording them if you're not going to look at them,
1: bruh? Literally, because he doesn't like he really doesn't look at any of them except for a couple times. He looks at one when he was getting ready to record he and his girlfriend doing it. And he sees like some powder fall when there's an earthquake on a shape. So that's when he starts getting freaked out like something's going on. And he looks at a video when the babysitter gets scared. But then he really doesn't look at them anymore until his assistant basically says, look at the fucking tape.
0: Yeah. Which the assistant was just kind of like, eh, cuckoo, koo the whole time. Yeah. And was it, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Which is a whole other thing. Like if somebody is so
1: fucking chill and thinks that this is all just a big old joke and then they are so terrified that they're taking their shit and never coming back.
0: Mm-mm. Look at the fucking tape. Yeah. Look at get
1: the fuck out. which interestingly enough is what Toby actually wants. Toby wants them to get out of that house and go to Grandma's. and the mom is very adamantly, no, we're not doing that even though everyone's trying to convince her. She's like, we're not fucking going. And then she gets scared like all of her fucking shit in the kitchen one day she walks in is just gone. She had just walked out of it, it was all set up. she walks back in, it's gone, and then it all drops from out of nowhere from the ceiling everything and that's when she goes running going get the kids let's go and i'm like that's right girl that's right
0: yeah except grandma's a motherfucker
1: except that yeah (laughs) honestly you actually shouldn't have gone he was literally trying to scare you to get you out of there to go to your satan worshiping grandma
0: what is it with grandmas because the same bitch in hereditary (laughs) like you know (laughs) right grandma's being the occult bro they get roped in in like the 50s (laughs) exactly you know, they're like no. we'll give you rights if you join this cult and they're like fuck i'm in
1: <laughs> right exactly it just
0: carries into the 80s and the early 2000s and the te- 2010s until they're giving up sons you know right yeah which is basically what this was except that she didn't have any sons and so it's going after her daughters
1: yes And her granddaughters. So it's like grandma didn't have any sons. Then her daughter didn't have any sons. So now we're going to hand over Christy and her future potential sons.
0: Like the whole time Christy's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And you don't really know what she's not doing. But then it starts like hurting her family. And she's like, fine.
1: Mm -hmm. And she's like,
0: what, six years old?
1: Yeah, she's so little.
0: Can you imagine a demon being like, give me your firstborn son to a six year old? Come on.
1: Yeah. She's like, whatever. Come on, Toby. But she's scared of him, too. You can tell like he's definitely not mean to her. But maybe he is because there's a point where like the boyfriend is talking to her and he's trying to understand like what Toby looks like. And he's like, so is he tall? Is he? And she shuts him up real quick. And she's like, yeah, he's tall. Don't don't call him don't call him fat and it's
0: like whoa okay don't call him anything
1: yeah don't
0: refer to him nothing yeah 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 and she's always
1: like he's sitting right next to you or he's standing right behind you and it's like Toby is always right with her all the time
0: what are you gonna Maybe. do if your kids have imaginary friends bro <sighs> military school <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them to uh, (laughs) I don't know, no, 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 (laughs) no. I don't remember having imaginary friends.
1: Me either. And honestly, I should have. I was a very lonely, only child. So I'm hoping maybe it won't happen.
0: You know, I remember having an imagination or like having tea parties and like imagining like, you know, my stuffed animals were people, but that's normal. Yeah, exactly.
1: Not like a person that nobody else can see being there. No
0: yeah no hell no
1: absolutely not yeah (laughs) but you know in horror movies they always the parents always talk about later you forgot about that so maybe maybe we did have one
0: I don't know I'm gonna have to ask my mom to be like did I have any amount like but that were consistent throughout years because I feel like if it's throughout years you're like way too attached to something that's not real Uh uh-huh you know like at that point I just be like okay okay we need to buy you a dog or something. Like, come on.
1: Right. No more talk of
0: Z or Toby. No Z. No Toby. Who else? Those are the only two I know off the top of my head. Yeah. There there are more, but fuck yeah. that. Z is a really good movie, by the way. I'll watch that.
1: Such a good movie. It would be great
0: for spooky season two. Yeah. If you didn't read our fucking list. <laughs> it's on there, by the way. Also, Christy just becomes, like, mysteriously sick and has to go to the hospital. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All this weird shit's happening, and then your kid is sick, and no, no. Demon. Mm -hmm. Demon. And the (laughs) fact that this boyfriend is just, like, sticking around your fucking demon-possessed children, that's, like, good man.
1: Oh, my God. I love him. Like I know it's lame and it's not horror at all, but they are probably one of my favorite horror movie couples ever. I think they're so cute together.
0: I mean, it's not like a traditional, you know, like horror movie couple. Like, but th- but it's a horror movie and they're a couple, so I would argue it's that it's just be. like you know when you think of like horror movie couples, you're not like Paranormal Activity three, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. I don't. Who would be a horror movie couple though?
1: I. It's hard. I mean, people often talk about The Crow. Yeah. I think horns.
0: Okay. Yeah. And paranormal
1: activity
0: three. I don't know. Paranormal activity three is probably more horror than horns, so I give you yeah. I give you both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the crow, I know this is really random, but I was on TikTok the other day and the girl that played I think Sarah is her name, the little girl
1: mm-hmm. in the
0: crow. She's on TikTok and somebody asked what her favorite memory of Brandon was. Mm -hmm. and she said when he got to film one of his very few flashback scenes before he was killed she said that he like came in one day and was so excited he's like i don't have to be dead today and was like jumping all around because he wasn't in his weird makeup and like picked her up and twirled her around and i was like oh my god i know anyways that was all you just said the crow and i meant to tell you that but i forgot so now everyone gets to know (laughs) made me sad.
1: Well, and we just talked about The Crow two days ago. So definitely go back and listen to that and think of
0: Brandon Lee being adorable. Oh, my God. He's so adorable. (laughs) What a tragic Anyways, we already talked about that. So we're talking about fake tragedy, not real tragedy. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's... That's too much sometimes. It's a lot of real tragedy. But yeah, so all this weird demon-y shit's happening, right? And this weird crawl space. And it is creepy. Like something I thought they did really well was it's the 80s. And so we don't have wide angle lenses, right? Mm-hmm. So he puts a camera on an oscillating fan. And I thought that was a brilliant use of tension building because yes. it's very slow. So it's got to cut back to the other side of the room. And you never know what is going to be on the other side of the room
1: exactly if anything but we don't know i mean that's when the fucking the table and all the furniture in the kitchen is up in the ceiling it was because of that slow movement or it's like the mom in the middle of the night gets up to get something to eat and then she puts stuff in the garbage disposal and then she puts her hand down there and then it moves and we hear something and we're like oh god it's her hand it's not but it does build
0: that well. exactly yeah also i just have to mention somebody is like Credited in the cast just as creepy woman. I would like to be that.
1: I love that. Yeah, because when they (laughs) when they get to grandma's, she's a satanist. So they everybody goes to bed that night. And grandma has all of her friends come over and they hear like cars and stuff. And the mom is gone. She's like, oh my god, I need to go tell her to stop making so much noise. It's gonna wake the girls up. And she's gone for a while. And then the boyfriend goes to look for her. And when he's doing that, he goes into, like, this detached garage and he opens the door, the lights off, he turns it on, and he's literally smack right in front of these devil worshiping women. And he does a great job because it's the same thing everybody would do. Like, he just, ah! And then he turns around and walk, like walks away as fast as he possibly can.
0: I would... You know, I don't know how you would get away at that point, but also (laughs) fuck them
1: kids. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But he does get them, which is awesome. So, like, he sees the bomb. She dies. She gets thrown down some stairs. But then he has found Christy. He finds Katie at one point, and he really does try to get them out of there to the point where he gets killed for it, which is sad. But he
0: tries. Yeah, but they're going to be fine. Leave them. Run for re- run on your own. Come back for them later. They're going to be fine. Because the demon wants them to be fine. And then there's just like a cult imagery everywhere. And this, you know, this is a lot like the ending, but I didn't think it was. It, it's It's like a little much, but it's not like too much i guess you know i don't really know like it at least gives it a reason for it to follow them into adulthood you know not that i needed a reason but sometimes at the same time there are some movies where i'm like i want to know you know yeah but at least with paranormal activity the first one you don't need a reason to have a demon in your house they just be like that sometimes yeah but in this one it's an interesting backstory and i don't mind it either way
1: It's fun because there's some points of Paranormal Activity 1 that don't make any sense. I will fully admit that. There's a point where they literally talk about you sound like mom or something, but mom in Paranormal Activity 3 is never weird. She never says anything about demons, anything like that. So then you're like, maybe it's grandma that they call mom. So that's a little off. But there are other things that they kind of they go back to. Like in the first one, Katie mentions that there's always there was always a dark shape at the end of her bed. It was never at the end of her sister's bed. It was always at the end of her bed. And you're sitting there like, oh, the thing must be it must want Katie. What you see in Paranormal Activity 3 is that it didn't necessarily want Katie. It wanted to torture Katie to get to Christy.
0: It knew Christy was going to have a son.
1: Yes, and that's why it was always at the end of Katie's bed, so that it would scare the shit out of her, so that it co- could manipulate Christy more.
0: Mm, that's a lot of responsibility for, like, a little six-year-old. <laughs> right. Keeping Poor your whole last family alive. Yeah. And just let me die. <laughs> Mm-mm. Like, that's so sad. And then the... Fucking grandma is just like, okay, family's all together now, even though she just fucking killed her daughter. Yeah. She's like, we
1: got to go get ready for the wedding.
0: Whack. Mm hmm.
1: (sighs) Terrible grandmother.
0: Yeah. And you hear Toby like the only thing I don't really like is Toby, like kind of that little growly thing he does. I don't like that. I mm. did like when he kills mom's boyfriend.
1: Like it sucks because I really liked that character. Poor but Dennis. He... Yeah, but he freaking breaks his back in half. That's pretty cool looking.
0: Yeah, the climax is pretty climactic. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the ba- like I I do enjoy like the like I said the first three and the paranormal paranormal activity three. To my own testament ten years ago that I did not remember. I I did myself a favor ten years ago, not knowing I would be talking about this on a podcast ten years later, which is kind of neat if you think I love about that. it. That's fucking awesome. Like we how do that weird. On all of our stuff. It's just so like like literally ten years on this exact day yeah, ten years ago so I posted cool. that on Facebook. Like how I like just. The universe just aligned perfectly, (laughs) you know? So obviously, it did do something for me 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I loved horror then, too. It's just like now. 10 years later, I've seen so much horror Mm -hmm. to where it doesn't have the same effect, but I've also seen it quite a few times at this point throughout the years.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: probably like four or five. It's not like a shit ton, but enough for it to, it doesn't quite have the rewatchability because all of the shock is gone. It's definitely one of those movies where you watch it in theaters for the first time and it sucks the life out of you (laughs) and then it's done and then you can watch it and enjoy it. And I'm not saying you can't, but especially for like nostalgia reasons, But it doesn't punch as hard, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, but it's still fun. I think for especially this is a such these are such good movies for horror babies, you know, Mm -hmm. horror noobs that like just jump easily and get scared really easily because this shit will get them every time.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: It's really good for that kind of stuff. I just remember these being like big date night horrors, too, in high school. Yeah, like you wanted your girl to get scared and hang all over you, but then the guys would also like be hanging all <laughs> over the girls. It was yeah, it was it. These are these are fun. I, I I definitely think that they're good spooky season movies for sure.
1: Agreed, which is perfect for our spooky week, especially because we even have a little ghost in a ghost sheet, which is perfect. And for me probably a four. Like I still have all that nostalgia. This is my favorite one of the paranormal activity series.
0: Yep. I would, you know, I'd probably go about, it's not quite a three, but I would say it's not quite a four for me It Mm -hmm. probably would land somewhere about a three and a half. But if I, if you, if you took my half away from me (laughs) and you were, you said you absolutely cannot give it a half, you have to give it a three or a four, I'd probably go a four, but for all intents and purposes, I would say three and a half, but it's really, I, I obviously, I haven't really said anything majorly negative about it. So I think that definitely I would recommend at least one through three. I, I don't vouch for the rest of them. I highly actually don't necessarily even recommend them, but I think I would like to go down that road just to visit it and see. To try them again. Yeah, well, especially yeah. the fourth one. I don't remember like just being like blah, 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 about it. <laughs> yeah, I remember being like, eh, eh. yeah. And then <laughs> I remember the marked. Wait, no, the the fifth one, just being like, oh, eh. But for yeah. Paranormal Activity three, it has a actually a higher critic consensus than it does an audience score. Oh, okay on Rotten Tomatoes it has a 66% from critics and a 51% from audiences so you know which I feel like it's a little low from the audience actually especially for the visceral reactions it gets from audiences when you go to see it in theaters but it also only has about 50,000 ratings which is actually pretty low for like a mainstream horror film Mm -hmm. when you consider a lot of them are in the hundreds of thousands so yeah you know but a 66 percent from critics is actually pretty high for like especially a found footage horror film like this and Mm -hmm. especially like if you go to like I let's just look at the fourth one for example I'm gonna like spoil it if we ever do the fourth one but I just like I guarantee you this one's a shit ton lower I bet this is when they really started fucking bombing yeah 23 percent from the critics and a 34 percent from audiences so that's really I think we can all agree when the Paranormal Activity franchise started taking a nosedive. But maybe yeah. they'll bring it back for 2021.
1: I don't I'm kind of hoping.
0: When is that supposed to come out? Am I like... I don't
1: know. I feel like... Let's see.
0: I also... These DVDs and Blu-rays always have like deleted scenes and alternate mm-hmm. endings, I which are always really endings.
1: fun. Yes. Yeah. October 29th. So we've got it coming up for Spooky Day
0: paramount that makes sense paramount's always had paranormal activity but you know there it is it's going to be on streaming are they going to release it in theaters at all like i think so okay all right
1: it talked about theaters and paramount plus which i have never heard of but there you go you heard from amanda yeah there's so many streaming services nowadays
0: yeah well and that's the thing that's so annoying too because like I have cable. I have Hulu. I have Netflix. I have Disney. I have HBO. I have Peacock. Like, what the fuck else do you want me to get? Discovery? Like, Paramount? We're
1: losing out on money because you won't buy cable now, so we're gonna nickel and dime you. But I have cable!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I had Peacock because I have cable, so that actually worked out for me when Uh, Halloween Kills came out. But, like, Jesus Christ, you guys! Just pick a lane like when netflix came out it was fine and then when hulu came out it was fine and then it just got out of hand (laughs) (laughs) and then like even with with disney i was like all right so all the star wars all the disney all the marvel at least it'll all be in one place but then everyone's just all the networks are just taking their things and putting them on streaming and it's just like fuck Mm
1: -hmm.
0: anyways that's not why we're here (laughs) we already rated and we're pretty much done but yeah. I'd be interested to... I think we should talk about the new one. But okay. I wonder if we have to talk about... If we if I have to see the other seven, I'm out.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's basically Is it a reboot? doing its own thing. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with the first three. I don't think it has anything to do with the marked ones or the ghost dimension.
0: I don't have high hopes, to be perfectly honest with
1: you. Yeah, but I'm hoping since they're getting away from the main ones maybe they'll do something cool again i don't know I,
0: yeah you know i just don't i haven't even seen it marketed like i i think now that we're mentioning it there's like some memory in the back of my head being pulled forward that i knew this was happening but i don't i have not seen any marketing for this yeah
1: they i think i saw it in as a trailer in the last hype we did not halloween kills but before then i don't remember but I feel like I saw it in there, and that was like the first time I had
0: seen it in theaters. Yeah, they're not
1: mentioning this one a lot.
0: Plot kept under wrap. So we don't know the plot. There is there is a trailer. There is a two-minute and about 30-second trailer, and then there's a short 30-second trailer. Looks it's something about Amish people. Okay, okay, I have seen the poster. I have seen the poster. Okay, I just didn't realize that's what I was looking at. The poster actually looks really good. Like di- like graphically, the po- they did well on the poster. It's like a snowy forest with a blood trail leading to this church. It's actually very visually stunning. That doesn't mean anything, of course, for <laughs> the actual film, but I like the poster. So that
1: sucks. I always I always hope that it's going to be great because of the art, but
0: yeah. It's they had, they get good graphic designers, you know how it is <laughs> <laughs> Yep. streaming October 29th, you know, and it, we may not do it like right that week. Cause you know, Halloween week and everything, but it'd be interesting to talk about or do on, you know, so yeah. we'll, we'll let you know if we do it or if we watch it and it's really bad, or we may just watch it at our own leisure and you know, we'll see, but yeah, we'll let you know if we decide to do that. Cause I'd be interested to see it. But again, I haven't been interested in any of the paranormal activities in years. So
1: yeah, and we have antlers. Oh, finally. <laughs> yeah, so I'm so I don't excited.
0: Know. I'm so fucking excited. That was one of the ones that was supposed to come out in 2020 that I was mm-hmm. actually like it was that one in the lodge that want that was supposed to come out in, and the lodge did come out, just yeah. to be clear. We we already reviewed that one, but when those two trailers dropped, I was like, fuck Yes. And the lodge is (laughs) actually pretty good. But then I really antlers just looks like it's going to be so gruesome.
1: Uh huh. Yes. And I'm so fucking excited because I don't know if I should give anything away, but it's in the trailer. Y'all can fucking see it, but it's going to be, I'm pretty fucking sure. About Wendigos, which is one of those myths, one of those cryptids that we just never talk about, and it's going to be produced by Guillermo del Toro. So I think it's going to be fucking good and creepy. I cannot fucking wait.
0: Oh fuck me up! That's going (laughs) to be good. I anything del Toro does, we did a. We'll go over our poll results. If you're not following us on Instagram, we've done a poll every single day during October. You know, put just we each pick a movie in a certain category, and we did one on directors. And we both wanted Del Toro. So that just goes yeah. to show you that. And <laughs> and the other one was Jordan Peele, actually, that we put up against Del Toro. And it was actually a 50-50 split, which so far has been the only 50-50 mm-hmm. split, which I'm fine with. But Del Toro is probably my favorite movie maker. Oh, Absolutely. that was fucking creepy. Oh, my fucking God. I'm so okay. sorry. What I'm fine. fine. So I'm on the Paranormal Activity next of Ken... IMDB page and it wasn't playing the trailer for this for like the last oh my god I have tears in my eyes oh my god okay now I have to see it because they just got me so good (laughs) it wasn't playing and I didn't move my computer or anything and it was just this woman looking at the screen and then all of a sudden the trailer started playing and so her eyes just looked up at me
1: (laughs) oh shit yeah that's fucked up I'm
0: sorry live reaction oh my god that scared the fuck out of me I was just and uh, what was I saying? Del Toro. It doesn't matter. I just love him so much. That was all I was getting at. <sighs> I think I'm done because now my heart's <laughs> my Apple watch is like, are you exercising?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, bitch, I am. Yeah,
0: I got fucking scared. Okay, <laughs> got it. It was so scary. Like the whole screen was black. And then all of a sudden it was still. And then these eyes just like she cut up her eyes at me. And I was like, what the fuck? Why are we moving? So anyways, you can follow us on all of our social medias. (laughs) Everything is The Extra Sisters podcast, except for Twitter, which is at The Extra Sisters. And if you would like to join our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash The Extra Sisters podcast.
1: And we're back with you tomorrow. Because someone is dead doesn't mean they're gone. Till next time, stay creepy.